Joga Benito, Nogamit, Yalpal, Kualon Kafa, Bola Sepak. Whatever you call it, football is the world game. And 32 nations are descending on Russia in search of the ultimate prize. Argentina, Brazil, Germany, England. These are countries that have held the World Cup aloft. But this show isn't about those countries. This show is about the dark horses, the long shots, the battlers with a fistful of hope and a heart full of pride. This is Metallica, colon, minnows versus the world. Colon, roundabout to Russia. Hello and welcome back to Medallica, colon, Minnows vs. the World, colon, roundabout to Russia. It is the final ep of this World Cup and rig, aren't I just Lazarus risen from the dead? <laughs> I, I'm still not convinced that you are actually back from the dead. You have been coughing up phlegm like nobody's business, which I've affectionately termed a McGluggage oh, uh, after the Brisbane Lions player. Hugh McGluggage. that ridiculous name... <laughs> is just baffling to me, and his ancestors must have had a real shit-kicker job to have that name. Yeah, yeah, Hugh, Hugh Carry-On, as, uh, <laughs> as we've dubbed him. But, uh, yeah, we are at the very, very pointy end of this tournament. We are. And we've got a massive show ahead. We have. We're, we're covering all of the uh, the normal segments, and mm-hmm. we've got, obviously, a very special guest joining us later in the show. But she already knows that she's going to be on the show. Of course, because she's a clairvoyant. Yes. <laughs> Crackle the clairvoyant live in the studio. It's going to be the best. So, let's cover off what's happened since we last spoke to you, and obviously, Croatia. Wowzers in my trousers. You guys have nailed it, and minnows everywhere salute you. Oh, it is just amazing. Everything that we are about, we're all about the minnows. Croatia have never been in a World Cup final. They've never won a World Cup before. This is huge. It's enormous. And let's just focus for one second uh, on the unfortunate side, the sadder side of Croatia making the final, which is that they Serbia? are... Serbia? They, <laughs> oh, they are no longer a minnow. This is the end of their minnow status. True. They've made a final. True. And that, as we have uh, quite aggressively agreed upon in previous casts, means the end of uh, of their ability to be called a minnow, and they now are in the same bracket as powerhouses such as Argentina, Brazil, Germany, and, of course, Sweden. Which now means that they've got the added pressure from us yeah. <laughs> to perform on the biggest stage imaginable. Yeah, which Because is... they know that they're going to hand in their minnow card. Yeah, this, this is it. This is like the AFL Grand Final, yeah. uh, where you know you're going to retire. It's like Alastair Lynch... I'm retiring, and if I'm not winning the cup, I'm dead set knocking some of you fucks out, Coles, <laughs> which is Croatia's entire uh, outlook. I, I assume Aussie Burt's been having a word to them throughout the week and uh, going, great. So, guys, uh, it's important if you get a goal down just to hack the bone and accrue yellow cards like they're going out of fashion. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we can't we can't go past the ridiculous nature of hashtag it's coming home oh because that dream is now over so much schadenfreude and i I don't really have anything against england i actually quite like uh the english um because they bring a lot of color to sport but god damn it don't jump the gun that early no no one has ever been in that situation and and looked back and gone Fuck, I'm glad I went off like a frog in a sock after the round of 16. <laughs> that really helped us and eased the pressure. <laughs> yeah, they, and you, you mentioned it last cast, they had already had set their sights 
on like England fans had set their sights on the final. Yeah, yeah. And they, they were like, they were wonder, wonder, wonder who we were gonna, who they were going to face, either Belgium or France. Yeah, God, it's a, it's really the height of arrogance, isn't it? It is the absolute zenith, Ugh, the apex. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, sucked in England, obviously. Uh, the, Absolutely, eat a bag of shit. Yep, yeah, uh, Belgium, unfortunate for uh, Amino to to mm. depart the the roundabout to Russia, but they do obviously get the shittest of shit second chance draws <laughs> in the third place playoff. Oh. Which will be more, we'll, which we'll talk about we, a we, bit later on in the show. We will. We'll cover. We'll cover it later. But um, let's throw in first and foremost to uh, the segment that we've loved doing during uh, during the World Cup, and that a lot of people have decided is uh, their new fan favourite. Yep. And that is our new segment. Just putting it out there. Just put it out there, of course. So we're taking all the happenings from this World Cup, from Russia, but also from all around the world. And there are just some bizarre stories that are coming out. And Gus, what have you got first off? Okay, so first and foremost, David Beckham. He and uh, the Swedish um, star uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, yep. they made a bet. Did they? Yes. So ahead of the England-Sweden uh, quarterfinal, they made a bet over Twitter. And normally you'd expect two men who have millions of dollars yeah. to make a reasonably high stakes bet. Yeah. And it kind of goes that way 50%. And then the other 50% is just limp as fuck. <laughs> I'll, I'll read it out to yeah, you. Yeah, what was the bet? Slatin Ibrahimovic, yo at David Beckham, if at England wins, I buy you dinner wherever you want in the world. But if Sweden wins, you buy me whatever I want from IKEA, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Ibrahimovic. Oh wow! I don't know if you've ever made a wager before, <laughs> but you shouldn't ever again. Yeah, <laughs> because not only did you get the rawest of raw sticks there, yeah, of your own making, because a dinner anywhere in the world versus IKEA, where the most expensive thing is three dollars <laughs> eighty. It's a strange hanging bookshelf. It's re- <laughs> it's fucking bizarre. Why the fuck would you do that? I have no idea. That is the most piss weak side of a wager I've ever heard. Oh, it's gross. Is it just like is he trying to dial up the nationalistic pride? Yeah, and be like from IKEA, and I'm like, IKEA that's, sucks. That's the best. Like it's let's call a spade a spade. Sweden, yeah. Sweden's out now, and this is something yeah. that you and I have spoken at at length. Going to IKEA. Yeah. is one of the top five worst experiences you could inflict upon a human. The others 100%. obviously being like uh, waterboarding and uh, playing Welcome to the Jungle at 140 decibels into someone's face. It, 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 is, it is the leading cause of emotional trauma in relationships after divorce and puppies and before infidelity. <laughs> It's right up there, isn't it? Oh, it's it's right up there. It's, I, it's uh, the middle prong of the uh, of the cheating trident. I've mentioned this before. It took my ex and I three and a half days to make a daybed. See anything that involves an Allen key with eyes as a mascot <laughs> is always going to fuck you. Oh yeah, it was one of the worst experiences of my life. That's oh, gross. Anyway, so uh, basically they, they went through that. Obviously, England got up, um, and uh, as a result, Zlatan Ibrahimovic 
is going to an English game at Wembley Stadium. He has to wear an England shirt and he has to eat fish and chips at half time. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the dinner anywhere in the world that David Beckham has come up with. And I'll tell you why this is great. Because not only is it insulting and humiliating, but he's being forced to eat fish and chips from a stadium, which <laughs> for anyone who's ever attended a sporting match is a fate worse than death. Oh, I'm surprised fish and chips is even a thing at a stadium. Oh, it's in England? I like fish is Gross. dicey at the best of times. Totally. But from a stadium where there are a bunch of one-off casual workers who don't give a fuck about food safety. Yeah, correct. The- that is exactly what you said, a fate worse than death. No stadium caterer has ever been the highest bidder. No. Let's just make that very, very clear. Oh, absolutely. They are running on the literal smell of an oily rag when yeah. it comes to their fish and chips. Absolutely. And Zlatan Ibrahimovic is about to come down with a case of food poisoning that makes Barley Belly look like a slight stomach rumble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. So. What do you got? So, Croatia, right? Going to the big dance. Real Cinderella story. Everyone's getting They're behind great. it. Everything's great. Except Serbia. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, that was probably going to happen eventually. Of course it was going to happen. So Serbia did make the World Cup finals, as we know, but they failed to get past the group stage. So the, <laughs> like, I shouldn't say Serbia as a whole, right? There are a lot of people in Serbia. Uh, it is obviously a broad sweeping obvi- generalisation yeah, that you've ob- just done. Ob- obviously, these countries were, were in Yugoslavia, uh, whose last appearance as a country was in the 1990 World Cup, and they got... Uh, bowled over by um, Maradona's Argentina in, yep. a, in a heartbreaking penalty shootout in the quarterfinals. But at least they didn't have him basically pick a ball up with his hands and peg it into the goals. Like, <laughs> that's that's the pinnacle of shit. Oh yeah, it's gross. So uh, it's not obviously all of Serbia. Um, probably the most high-profile Serbian athlete, Novak Djokovic, of course, uh, came out and he was just like he he went onto Twitter and he was just like. So proud of the of the Croatian team, like what a fantastic achievement, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, good by him because it is a fairly uh, dated yeah. hatred that should really go by the wayside. Oh yeah, and so <laughs> he goes up there and puts his tweet out there, and then there's this guy named Vladimir Djukanovic, which is probably not how you say it, but I'm giving it a good crack. Yeah, we're, uh, we're going in there anyway. Who's literally a politician from the Serbian Progressive Party. I don't know whether it's like progressive, like our Liberal Party, where it's like they're not actually liberal. (laughs) Uh, So he's from the Serbian Progressive Party. He responds and gets all these like likes and retweets. This is his response to Novak Djokovic. Only idiots can support Croatia. Aren't you ashamed, Novak? Brutal. That's, and that's a stiffer for your greatest ever sportsman. People like, and, and th- these are people who are like higher ups in the country and they just hate it. The actual president of Serbia, Alexander Vucic, he, when Croatia played Russia, they were just like, Oh, who are you supporting? He's like, I support Russia. That is my right. Serbia is a democratic society and everyone has the right to support whoever they want. Oh, God. It gets worse. In early June, in early June, they did like a mini World Cup organized for children that were attending schools in Belgrade, which is the Serbian capital. Why didn't we cover that? I know. (laughs) Each team 
wore the colours of one of the 32 qualified teams. I so you got the kids I walking around exactly Australia. Exactly where like this is going. Except the kids representing the, the Croatian team. Who so wore all grey or something. They all wore blank white t-shirts. Oh, for fuck's sake. How fucked is that? Oh, come on. And so, yeah, it is a bit insane with these high-ranking Serbian officials being like, yeah, we hope you get absolutely doused by France. Oh, this, it, it is, it's a bit fucked, to, yeah. be, to be honest, but uh, we understand that there are geopolitical fractions oh, yeah. uh, that we don't understand yep. and don't care to weigh in on. So yep. uh, let's just all hope that at the end of the day, everybody gets to go home to their families. Absolutely. I reckon we should all get around Croatia, whether you are Serbian or not, because Nogomet is the world game. Oh, God, that's good. All right. Uh, what have you got, mate? Mate, I have uh, have had a a quick look at the various ways that people have promised that they're going to support their teams okay. um, throughout the World Cup if they get through. Um, here's a couple of them. <laughs> Someone has jumped on and gone, if England win the World Cup, I will buy everyone that follows me a McFlurry. <laughs> Someone with 4,000 Twitter followers. Yeah. Uh Someone has gone, I will get a tattoo of Gareth Southgate on my ass cheek if England win the World Cup. These England fans were just fucking ropeable. Uh, if England win the World Cup, I will run naked through town with nothing but a waistcoat on. What? If England win the World Cup, I will streak down from my house into town with St. George's cross wrapped around my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Seems a bit like strangling a snake with a flag. But, uh, and then ones like this. If England wins the World Cup, it's fish and chips for the next month. If France wins, I'm only eating croissants for a month. Oh, I was hoping that he was going to say escargot. Escargot. The final one. This one is is going to come, come true, I feel. And uh, this girl is really going to wish that she hadn't written this tweet, which has been retweeted thousands of times. Oh. Right. Her name is Rosie. If France win the World Cup, I will change my name to Rosé. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine rocking up to the French births, deaths and marriages in the week after France win the World Cup and going, yes, I need to change my name to Rosé. <laughs> I reckon the, I reckon the French will stop her from doing that. Oh, I reckon. Yeah, there's, I reckon they'll change that. That is amazing. Isn't it great? Just the concept of someone going, oh, great. This is what I'm going to do. My name's kind of close to this, but also I'm changing my name to a fucking drink. Oh, Jesus. Right. That is what amazing. Do you got? All right, mate. A few casts ago, I had a chat to you about some real winners Winners who preemptively got tattoos. Yes. About England's upcoming victory. Oh. Quote unquote victory at this year's World Cup. Jamie Richardson? Yeah. So there, there was actually, there was actually, there was actually a couple of them. So there's a guy named Teddy Allen who got a tattoo on his left thigh. It is a, uh, the thing I don't get, right? So one of them got, so Jamie Richardson got a picture of the actual World Cup trophy being like England winners 2018. Yeah. This guy, Teddy Allen, on his left thigh, got a picture 
of and and this is always this is bad tattoos one oh one. He got yeah, I've seen ink the masters. face of Harry Kane. No, 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 no. On his left thigh. Oh, and not, it says underneath it, not the most aesthetic. Sir man. Harry. Oh, for fuck's sake. And son. then says World Cup winners twenty eighteen. In addition, isn't Sir he, Harry Prince Harry? That's what you. That's what you would think. And then you think that would be the end of it for this one guy. Nope. He got the words "It's coming home" tattooed on his wrist. Oh, and it's the wrong and that. it's the wrong it's oh no what an idiot oh it's possessive you fucking idiot it's so dumb and so obviously when people have gone out and done this the media are just like we've got to find these guys again because obviously England didn't win and they've asked him is it coming off he's like no it's staying for good England have done us proud if you can't see that then you're not worthy of the three lions <laughs> they promptly set three lions on him but Chased let's, him the fuck out of the UK. But let's go back to our mate Jamie Richardson with the belly tat. The the OG tat of this World Cup. 20 centimetre tattoo. Uh, that's huge. Of the actual World Cup with that's, England 2018 World Cup winners. That's for a normal tat. Oh, it's, it's so dumb. And it's right next to his belly button. It's so gross. And he gets it and he says, I had no doubts whatsoever. They go and find him again. Are you going to keep it? He goes, of course I'm going to keep it when I'm 70 years old and retired and in the working men's club with my old mates and we're skinned and ordering half a lagers. They'll say, Jamie, remember when you got that tattoo all them years ago? They'll say, let's have one more look and I'll remember that for the rest of my life. I've had the, t- I've had the best two weeks of my life. I've been so proud to be English and nothing will change that. I'll never, ever, ever get this tattoo removed. This is a guy who is never leaving the club. No, it's it, it, but but he's had one great night. Yeah, and he he he's he's never stopping the music. All of the stuff. The thing that I found most glaring is the fact that he said, "When I'm seventy, you are not, not reaching to seventy. <laughs> yeah, no one who makes life decisions like that yep. at forty, yep. reaches seventy. Yeah, yeah, ever, absolutely not. No, nah, it's uh, I don't care how far medical science has come. <laughs> the the rules of natural selection. Apply universally. Absolutely. Yeah. No. He's 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 stuffed. Oh, gross. All right. We move on to uh, our predictions. Belgium v England. Yep. Quick look at this one because it is basically just a carnival showdown <laughs> where no one <laughs> wants to be in it, and I cannot fucking believe that considering there's no podium yep. for this it's like winner takes all yep. there's no loser medals for second place etc yep. and there's definitely nothing there's for third nothing for third there's it's just a chocolate egg that you peg at your opponents <laughs> this, this it, it is literally the strongman competition at a county fair fuck they it's... all get given mallets and try to demonstrate their feat of strength on those light bulbs that go up you joke but that would make more sense than yeah. this match <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, uh, the third place playoff um, is going to be, I reckon, about four thousand goals. Oh, yeah, because because they they usually troll out people who haven't got a crack throughout the yeah, World yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So reserve keepers, yeah, uh, usually reserve um, uh, like strikers, yeah, and yeah, yeah, the rest yeah, yeah. of it. The only person who I reckon might play is uh, is Harry Kane, yeah, uh, because he's currently the Golden Boot. Leader. Yep. I'm not. Oh, I've got to check whether the goals in the third place playoff count. 
I assume they Surely do. They do. It's, it's, still, the, it's still in the it's tournament. Still a match. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, actually, yeah, they do because the other go- um, Belgium um, Lukaku is uh, also playing, obviously, in the third oh, place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the race for the golden boot will be resolved in the match that means nothing. Yeah, right. As opposed to the World Cup final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I predict that it'll be both sides trying to feed the living shit out of their strikers, <laughs> trying to trying to win the golden boot. Which will be amazing. I I wish red cards galore. Oh yeah, it, it might end up being five on five, and they just call the game <laughs> off. I wish that we could have organised some yellow ribbons. Oh yes, <laughs> it's such a participation effort. It's it, it's like they get to the end of it, and everybody gets a certificate with their name handwritten on it. They pose they pose for a photo, and then they hug their parents while weeping. <laughs> Yeah, I reckon, uh, I, I, I still, like, I know England has already suffered by not making it to the final, but geez, wouldn't it be delicious if they lost again? Oh, I, I the whole definition of Schadenfreude comes down to the, the way that England exited. Yeah. And just watching it, you, you had nothing but happiness. And it's, oh, it's yeah. purely because not only do they not make the final, but they have to stick around. Yeah. And they have to stick around and play another game that means nothing. Yeah. And then basically watch the final before before going home because it's I, just I really, that kind of tournament. I really just want to see them lose again because when I saw that they had lost when I woke up that morning and Croatia defeated them, I could not contain my unbridled joy. I was like a kid trying ice cream for the first time it's and my so brain great. was just firing up with sweet sweet endorphins. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, and I th- I think that there's there's a f- there's a reasonable amount of good humor uh, around all the poms I've spoken to at this point which uh, understands that if you go that hard in the paint and you fail then uh, you do accept all of the things that come to you as a result. Absolutely. Um Gareth Southgate. Yeah. Fuck me. It looks like a blackjack dealer. (laughs) His waistcoats. That waistcoat bet about running through town was actually him. That was him. (laughs) He's he's like, all I want to do is wear this vest for the rest of my life. (laughs) Um, It it does bring up an interesting point, which is uh, the role of the manager or the coach in soccer. Yeah. Uh, Because earlier in the World Cup, as we we covered, there was basically almost a punch-on between... The coaching staff. I think it was after Sweden and maybe Mexico. I oh, can't. Right, yep. Anyway, um, basically, one of the uh, the co- the the coaches fired up at a player, and then the and the coaches are all old. Like they're yeah, yeah. they're all older men. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the players are athletes. Yeah. So he fires up at this player from Sweden, who's like a six foot three Viking, who then decides I'm going to eat you whole. I'm going to consume you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's really serious because there's FIFA officials everywhere realizing that this old pensioner is about to actually get sent into about 1940. Um, but with Southgate, you sort of look at him and go. Do you know that you're at the World Cup? Because everybody else is sort of dressed like, oh god, all right. Well, I'll put the suit on if I have to. Yeah. And the German guy, uh, is it Jacques Lowe? Yeah, yeah, Jacques Lowe. Yeah. Um, who is dressed like he's decided to go to a uh, like a theatre sports tryout? 
<laughs> just, just, in, just in a, a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's going for a pint at the local. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, Southgate impeccable. You, he's he's best dressed. Yeah. Uh, by a mile. <laughs> Absolutely. All but, right. So speaking of fashion, one side of this final, France v Croatia. Yeah. Uh. Obviously. Croatia, darlings of this World Cup, yep. which we never thought that we'd say because no. saying the entire squad name is kind of like what I've been coughing up for the last <laughs> 17 days. With all those McLuggages, yeah. Oh, it's, it's tough. Um, the French side, worth billions of dollars, yep. versus Croatia, who have 4 million people. Yeah, so they're actually the second smallest country ever uh, uh, to, after, after Uruguay. Well, no, to win, uh, to be in a World oh, Cup to be final. a World Cup, yeah, sure. To be in a World final. Cup final, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is there. which is quite amazing. That's it's insane, uh, yeah, and yeah. and also uh, overnight was watching a lot of, of stuff because they they sent cameras. I think SBS or ABC sent cameras to the Croatian club in Sydney somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, the King Tom Club. Yeah, there's there's about forty people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just going off yeah. like nobody's business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're interviewing everybody because there's forty people. Yeah. Um, one guy's like. We only have four million people. Australia, see, you can do it. All you've got to do is believe, etc. And I'm going, yeah, but you only have one sport, mate. <laughs> All our best athletes go to the sports that have money yeah. in Australia. We don't send them to soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's slightly different. If, yeah, we, if we said, as a country, all our best athletes, and same with the US. Yeah. The USA said, NFL, fuck that shit. Basketball, <laughs> nada. And sent everybody to soccer. Yeah. They'd win the World Cup for a fucking long time. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we obviously have invested a little more in, in the sports that are reaping uh, the dollars and that people are watching in Australia. And hopefully with things like this in the World Cup, um, then it does make you... Uh, in The kids coming up go, cool, we, uh, we're, we're more interested, but fuck, it's a long way from it. Yeah, 100%. And look, all eyes are going to be glued to this World Cup final, last World Cup final uh, between uh, was it Argentina and Germany. Yep. Over 1 billion people tune in. I'll tell you who's going to be one of those 1 billion people. Oh, go. Is going to be Nikola Kalinic. Nikola Kalinic, if you've never heard of him, Gus, is a player that was part of the Croatian squad. In their first group game, they beat Nigeria 2-0. This guy plays for Milan. He's a pretty big deal. Sure. Right? He refused to be a substitute. Oh, And what? so when he refused to do that, the coach him sent him home. Oh, you're Because kidding. he was a, had a toxic effect on the team. And, so, and now they're in the World, the World Cup, Cup final, final, and he's going to be watching it from his home in Croatia. Oh, well, you know what? Sucked in, mate. Yeah. If you want, Eat you... a bag of shit. Yeah, Croatia... There's no INT, mate. Croatia's got a heavy no dickheads policy, and you were <laughs> oh, the yeah. absolute violator. Um, so speaking of uh, uh, members of the Croatian side uh, who've jumped the shark, um, the Zlato Dalic um, from... Or Zlatko, rather. Yeah. Zlato Dalic um, <laughs> from, from Croatia has promised to get a forehead tattoo if they win. No. Yes, forehead Oh, that, that is possibly one of the weirdest sort of Balkan things you could ever do. Yeah, it's a, and I assume it would have to be like a World Cup trophy or like. But there's a, a lot of people who there's a lot of people and tattoo artists who refuse, refuse to, do to do them. Yeah. Well, th- because you can't tattoo someone if they're drunk. 
Yeah. And no one asks for a forehead tattoo unless they're wasted. Yeah, So absolutely. I don't know how you could remedy those two things. I yeah. guess you've got a breathalyzer in there. When he blows zero, you just throw the breathalyzer out and go, <laughs> nah, you're wasted, mate. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> absolutely. Cool. So uh, now that we're talking about predictions. Yes. I think that it's important for us to once again recognize that we know nothing. Throughout the Less World than Cup, zero. We've always yeah, said that. Completely. Sub-zero knowledge on, on Finish soccer. Finish <laughs> Just fatality. <laughs> uh, the person who does and has mm. proven that uh, a one step better than predicting the result is knowing the result. Yes. Is our resident clairvoyant, my wife, affectionately nicknamed Crackle. Yep. We've been calling her up throughout the World Cup and posing some very strange hypotheticals to Bizarre her. Bizarre questions. Because uh, we needed to disguise our true intent. And so, as it's our last show, I think it's time to bring her in. Absolutely. To the studio. Yep. She's currently upstairs. Uh, and just have a chat and fully reveal yes. what's been going on. Absolutely. We are going to cut through that box with the assistant in it. Oh. And show her what's inside. Yeah, hopefully we do the trick right and don't saw her legs off. Yes. <laughs> I'll give her a call. Hey. Hey, can you come downstairs for a sec? Yep. Okay. Yeah, Crackle. Crackle. Yes, Crackle. Good morning. Afternoon, hello, welcome. It, it is al- it is always hello. a good morning. There are no windows, dungeon. there is no natural light here, it is always morning. Oh, and there's half-drunk scotch everywhere. That has been there oh, for months. So yeah, that pre- that predates us. That actually predates us going to Korea. It has been there oh. for months. I think there's something growing in one of them. Oh. Anyway, so uh, plug your headphones in. Welcome to the big show. <laughs> the big show. Yes. Rig calls himself that now. <laughs> uh, it's, it's one of my many ridiculous nicknames Soon for myself. Names. Rig City, the big show, the truth, the way and the life. The O-Train. The O-Train. The O-Train. Oh, yes. Uh, so I've taken the liberty of pouring you a generous glass of Shiraz. So about drinking anything in here. Uh, look, <laughs> everything is infected. <laughs> the the glasses are clean. The air is infected. <laughs> it's mostly methane. So, so uh, yeah, where's that made oh, from, Korea? So don't say that. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna die in here. Uh, well, Rick, Rick said mostly. <laughs> like it's not entirely methane. <laughs> oh God. All right, so uh, just uh, one quick request, if you could make sure that you're speaking into the microphone. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Look, it's not amateur hour here. <laughs> not sure how you normally do your podcast, I but... <laughs> I could not have we been more t- clear about the big show. <laughs> we we run cannot up. afford to fuck this up. We want to run a real tight ship here. Oh, God, every time it comes close to my face, though, I just feel all the bacteria... <laughs> on the pop shield. Yes, okay, <laughs> you can come in here and accuse us of a lot of things, but we sanitise the living shit out of our pop shields. It has not been sanitised. Okay, it's it may... covered in things. I Don't have smeared Dettol oh, on that before. Oh, have you? Oh, my God, thank you. Okay. Well, take, <laughs> take Dettol. Okay, maybe not Dettol, but stuff has been smeared on that. Oh, 
my God. <laughs> Great. So you're probably wondering uh, why I've been making very strange phone calls to you throughout the World Cup. Well, I mean, I feel like you don't even know that the World Cup has really been on. It's just like, rather than being like during the World Cup, just during the last like four weeks. <laughs> that's true. I haven't caught a game yet. You also haven't caught our podcast, but that's a <laughs> conversation for another time. Yeah. If you had caught our podcast, then you would be fully aware that Rick and I have chosen to share with the world one of your talents. Do you have any idea what that talent might be? I mean, we all know what it is. Um, uh, my talent for numbers. Okay. <laughs> we have not turned you into some kind of a are weird you, actuary. Yeah. I, are you actually Zach Galifianakis in, in The Hangover? All the X's and Y's floating well, around your head. I was always asked to think up numbers. Okay. Well, we'll explain why that is. Obviously, we uh, all know that you can see the future, um, but that's fine. Um <laughs> It's it's a talent it's a talent that I usually use uh, for sports betting. Um, however, in this particular instance, it's just been used uh, for sports betting, which is <laughs> we've we've been using your talent, your clear, good talent. your God given clairvoyant Thank talent, you. to predict the results of the World Cup. Have you bet money on it? Pass. <laughs> That is a hard pass Do from I the get both of us. Some of the money. What? <laughs> How is that the first question? Uh, yeah, we've. What do you think this is? Some sort of lifelong partnership? <laughs> Look, there may or may not have been money wagered on it, but we haven't won any money <laughs> because, as we'll uh, not betting it right. As we'll oh. as we'll explain in a second. <laughs> Thank you, expert. <laughs> First, we, we'd just like to explain this segment to you. And the best way to do that is to play your theme music. Crack, crack, the clairvoyance. Is that you guys singing? <laughs> that is a homegrown sting straight out of the Medallica dungeon. Are you singing? That. Uh, uh, I'm, 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 so so uh, no. Gus is doing the voiceover at the beginning, and crack. I'm doing. No! And I'm like, crack! Oh. oh my god, you do it so well! Oh, thank you. I've watched a lot of Middle East uh, held um, I know. war Why movies. Why am I so Middle Eastern? Uh, because we, you're, we a kept, you're a clairvoyant. You're a clairvoyant. Like <laughs> mystic powers, they come oh, from that god. area. We ended up in a real wormhole watching some weird YouTube shit on on like mystic themes. Well, oh, and we just couldn't find a good crystal ball sound effect. So you went with Arabic. Kind well, of. I, I mean, we all know that your uh, your fortune telling persona is Arabic. So. Oh. It's, uh, oh, I I'm, not, I'm unsure as to why you're surprised by any of the things we're telling you, because you know the future. <laughs> anyway. I love that I have a song. You yeah, do have a song. Thanks for making me a great song. We'll load it on your iPad later. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. So, now it's time to explain how we've been uh, duping you into uh, telling us the results, because yeah. uh, we know that you have made an agreement um, to never use your powers uh, to predict the results of sporting matches. So we did have to um, get you to break that through a series of covert questions. Oh, oh of course. Yeah. I bet you I won every single one. Right. Let's just play some of these phone calls back to you. <laughs> which, which were the two? Great Dane yeah. and Australian Shepherd. Yeah. 
Australian Shepherd is. Okay, well, do, just pick. <laughs> okay, I'll go for the Great Dane. Okay. And I'm also thinking that as far as um, age goes, that we could uh, get it as a a pup or as a one-year-old, a two-year-old. How how old is the oldest that you think that we could get uh, a Great Dane? Nine. We'll get a senior dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nine? I thought she was hyper- Fucking nine! Your only sources of food are these two animals, but they will feed you for the rest of time. And you also have fire, so you can cook them. All right? Oh, gross. You can only kill one of them. (laughs) Because you have one bullet in the gun. Oh, this was horrible. Oh, my God. It's a bear or a camel. Now, which one do you think will taste better? Imagine only having one bullet. Um... What, you shoot shit all the time, do you, Craggle? Okay. (laughs) On a scale of zero to five, how do you think bear meat will taste? Uh, Two. Yeah? What about camel meat? Uh, I think camel meat is a zero. Bang. I reckon that might be spot on. That's the first time she's gone for zero. Yeah, she hates camel meat. All we we needed was to conjure up some bizarre imagery for her (laughs) to really be disgusted enough to chuck a donut out there. (laughs) Right. So now that you've heard that, Crackle, let's just explain what we were asking you. I just, I stand by all my answers. Of course you do. (laughs) You're not on trial here, Crackle. (laughs) No. I object. Okay, just speak into the Sustained. Uh... The Great Dane versus the Australian Shepherd was Australia v Denmark in soccer. Oh, yeah. What's an Australian Shepherd? It is a dog, it's obviously. A, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, no, it's a man. It's a man <laughs> who leads sheep. Would you rather have a Great Dane dog or an old farmer? <laughs> and how old would you like this farmer to be? Nine! Nine. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, that was Australia v Denmark, and you uh, promptly tried to say that Denmark would score nine goals. They're pretty good. Which is, which is almost impossible. Yeah, that has not happened ever in the history of the World Cup. So it would have been a real record-breaking moment. How amazing moment. if it would. Yeah, how amazing. <laughs> <laughs> how unfathomably unlikely. Uh, you should know that I love old dogs. <sighs> Let's take this off air. <laughs> it's, Rick has already had a, a full-blown relationship run-in with uh, with dogs. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, we, we, we all know that this is not going to be Puppy Gate Mark Two. I'm not. I'm not keen to follow in his footsteps. Um, the other one was Bear v Camel, which was <laughs> Russia v Saudi Arabia. And I said the bear would win. And the bear did win. Yes, because I knew you said they would win two nil, but yeah. they. Torched Saudi Arabia five zip. Oh wow! Yeah, which was I mean I think they caught everyone by surprise. Yeah, and I would never say that bear meat is five out of out of out of four. Out of four. And, yes. and and look, <laughs> look look looking back, I think a lot because we had to ad lib a lot to to get around your responses. And I think back now and I'm like, one bullet is not going to bring down a bear or a camel. Oh, uh, I reckon one very well shot bullet in the hands of how in, how. Oh. <laughs> How Crackle's a killer. Yeah. <laughs> Crackle's basically the Jason Bourne of bear you killing. Literally a one-woman SWAT team. Yeah. I've never Boom, headshots. I've never actually touched a gun, 
But if I was to, one shot is all it would take. Wow, that is that, a lot of confidence. That is just very misguided. Full blown <laughs> throwdown from my wife. Um, okay, so are you interested to know how you went? Yeah, well, I very well. I'm sure. Well, how could we go, Rick? You picked nine correct. And you picked five incorrect. So you have a winning record. Yes. Nine out of 14. So you're right up there with a, with a now dead octopus from Japan. A, I think potentially still live octopus from Germany four years ago. Yep. And a cat wearing a cape in Russia who looks terrifying. (laughs) That, that cat is. Oh, no, no. I mean, Chairman is a full-blown asshole, which is, for anyone listening, uh, that's our cat who we banished to the mountains like Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. Um, And what's his full name? Chairman Meow. Of course it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, you are, you are outdoing many oh of, God. of the other clairvoyants. What a good clairvoyant. Yes. Mm. Just a quick pat on the back, self-congratulatory for you. <laughs> but we've, we've lifted the curtain now, so there's, the no iron more. Curtain. Yes. So there's. We've lifted. We've lifted. <laughs> we've lifted the cat cape off your back, and we are. We are no longer going to give you ridiculous scenarios that make zero sense because you now know what the go is. Yeah. So we are going to get you to predict the final two games of the World Cup. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. It's what? Uh, what is happening right now? Okay, so the so you haven't watched any of the World Cup. No. Cool. I've, and you haven't listened to any of these casts. No. So you don't know what's happened at all. No. Okay. Great. We'll just give you except the except for England. No, France being in still. Okay. So you, you've so got there's you, a you passing know, you know something thing. Yeah. Um. The. Third place playoff, which is for the the two teams that didn't make it to the final. Yes. Which means nothing. It's yeah. oh. literally oh, awful. Oh, God. So it's like a loser game. Yeah. It is 100%, 100% they oh. should rebrand it that. Oh. The, the loser, loser game. game. Because no one wants to be there. Oh, the Gareth Southgate, the manager of England, was like, there is no reason for us to be here. Why are we doing this? It's so useless. Does David Beckham play in that team? Oh, great. Oh, wow. I'm just going to pose this to you. <laughs> Bring it, David Beckham's probably late 40s now. Um, <laughs> he looks pretty good. No one's debating that, Crackle. <laughs> no. I, uh, I'm also still salty from when I asked you if you would go on a date with the cowboy from uh, Westworld, <laughs> Westworld, and you didn't even let me finish the question before going, yeah. Oh, oh my god! How many dates? Four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck that off. Um, Belgium yes. or England? Belgium. That wow. was rapid. So so swift. Wow. I, I assume the score is going to be quite emphatic then. Well, yeah, because England clearly don't have David Beckham playing for them anymore. <laughs> they sure don't. You heard it from the clairvoyant's <laughs> oh, mouth. No Beckham, no win. Okay. It's true. So what's the score going to be? Uh, 4-1. 4-1 it is. That's not bad. Historically, third place games have a higher amount of goals because people are throwing all caution to the wind and just shooting from everywhere. It's like an actual FIFA PlayStation game. Yeah, yeah. Just hit circle. Yeah. Over and over again. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the final, the World Cup final. Yes, between France. And Croatia. And Croatia. Who's going to (laughs) win? That is li- that oh, that gosh. tone. That tone was literally everyone. Yeah, went like every person who didn't know about soccer. Yeah, it was like Croatia. Yeah, 
Right. What so are they f- doing in there? So f- <laughs> you're aware that our whole show is about underdogs, oh. right? Oh, sorry. All righty. <laughs> so France are going to win. What's the score? Um, hmm. I would say maybe we'll let Croatia have a couple of goals, <laughs> maybe two goals for them, and then like three goals for France. Three wow. two. Wow, that is an absolute shootout oh in the World God. Cup final. Three two. What a great entertaining game it will be. Yes, absolutely, that, well, and it will be. <laughs> it and because as we know, because Crackle said it, she, and has it seen shall it. be so. And <laughs> and what a benevolent God <laughs> to allow Croatia two goals. Ah, Croatia. We'll let them have two. <laughs> Amazing. Ice crackles holding the puppet strings. <laughs> I cannot wait for the gilded statue of Crackle to be erected in front of the oh Arc de Triomphe when, when France win. Oh, they are going to get around this so hard if they get up. Um, right. So just before we let you go, uh, who is going to win the Rugby World Cup? Oh. Um... Don't the All Blacks always win that? Oh, God, she is a clairvoyant. She is. All right, Crackle. I only know that. Be- yeah, anyway. No, it's fine. I mean, like, They're you my know. Team. It's your sister, Ali. Yeah. As in my sister-in-law, who is Australian and has no New Zealand linkage. Yeah. But she loves the All Blacks. Oh, that's awful. God, there's no room left on that bandwagon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, so there. All right, well, there we go. For anyone that's interested in a totally different sport in about a year's time. <laughs> So, Crackle, uh, just to say thank you for uh, your unknowing role in this uh, in this podcast, which has been very popular. Oh. We've been getting a lot of great feedback about we, it. We have been. I'm we, yeah. I'm honestly surprised that you didn't uh, twig on. I mean, I kind of did. To what? The, I was on your podcast. Oh, yeah. You just didn't know what the... What, no. And you refused to so listen. You still didn't listen to it. <laughs> I still didn't listen to it. Oh my God. Well, I, I speak to you every day. I also... Oh, how's I also, that? I also <laughs> just... I already hear your idiot voice every morning. <laughs> I didn't call it an idiot voice, but I do hear it every morning. I also just I want to say... all the time as we, well. We were getting a few uh, comments from people, uh, friends of, of, of both of you, who yeah. were just like, holy shit, loving this crackle segment. <laughs> uh, and then other people who, who we knew... Because in, in the round before this... So yeah. you were actually on a ridiculous record before the oh, last really? round. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there, it was there were, there were, five and one. Yeah. Oh my god! So there were four matches, and you ate shit. You, you got, got zero none of from them. four. Oh, so in the quarterfinals. That's such a horrible phrase. Yeah, but I it's true. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can change it. You really shat the bed, crackle. Oh. So <laughs> the thing, they're all shit related. You know me, but <laughs> you you did really poorly, and I had oh. someone actually. <laughs> Put, uh, there was someone who put a comment under the the podcast saying, "Not a great week for CC Crackle, Crackle the, the Clairvoyant." clairvoyant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and it's people have been following with oh bated breath. I have a following. Yeah. Just just to finish this off, you asked yeah. whether uh, there was any money and whether you could have yes. some. Great. So we've been putting money on both the correct score yes. and your uh, win prediction. Mm-hmm. So you've you've won nine games. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those were the favourite and were quite short, and oh. they were offset by the fact that you picked zero correct scores. So we are in deficit. <laughs> if anything, you owe us seventeen dollars eighty. Also, <laughs> also the van is being repossessed. Yeah. Oh my god, that's actually such a good thing. 
Oh, God. <laughs> just comes in here, shits on the dungeon, shits on the van. No, the van needs to go. Okay, great. Well, again, we'll just continue these discussions about private life off air. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you so much, Crackle. No worries. For I'm... being our resident clairvoyant this World Cup. Help. Mm, thank you. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> and as Crackle leaves stage right into smoke that has emanated <laughs> from nowhere, just, just and a ethereal, <laughs> ethereal purple lights back to where she lives in the shadow realm. <laughs> <laughs> the upside down. The upside down. We uh, look forward to the World Cup final. Uh, which we've obviously covered, and we're going to probably do one more show once everything's wrapped up. Yeah, why not? Why not, right? I'm, I'm actually committing to this on the fly. Yeah. But uh, what you should do is follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Gus and Rig on both, um, and also we are on Medallica on Facebook as well. And obviously, for the uh, World Cup final, we will be tweeting that live. Of course we will. Uh, while, at 4am? 1am. Uh, Oh, thank God! Yeah, it's a it's at a a gentleman's hour of uh, of what I am on a Monday morning. Uh, so, Fantastic! So, Start your week off right. Win the morning, win the day. That's it. So we'll be uh, we'll be live tweeting it, and uh, we'll introduce for anybody who has brazenly decided to take that Monday off work and stay up and watch the final. Obviously, the World Cup final drinking game. We'll bring more of that to you <laughs> over Twitter. And I'm telling you, Rig, right now, live, uh, you'd better be taking Monday off. <laughs> uh, I'll think about it. Great. Easy. <laughs> See you guys. Thanks, guys.